Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, companions, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance doesn't learn from a previous burn. Rajak reveals what he did when he was starving, as Ultana spends some quality girl time with Kythea. In Balance's attempt to force Ultana to reveal her dark past, she instead revealed her worst memory. And whilst Lindra's task is a simple retrieval one, it will take them deep into dusk territory and onto the site of Zoltana's loss. What preparations will the group make to leave for Dowry? What will they do with their last night in the town that hung them? And will Balance's money ever run out? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. just left your craptastic shack um, and Caden is currently making his way back towards his house to pick up Talis and do what he needs to do. What do you guys want to do? Shopping! Balance wants to go to the stables. Okay. Oh, and Ral, uh, don't think I've forgotten. I need to take a rest. I need to regain my energy, but uh, tomorrow, first thing in the morning, we can go back to your place and I can have a look around, see? It is no problem. I'm probably going to go by soon and take a look around and uh, do what I need to do right before we go. Don't, uh, don't, don't touch anything if you go tonight. Yes, yeah, no problem. All right, well, I'm off to the stables to go uh, see about getting us some transportation. You have no idea where the stables are. You've not been here before. Uh, hey, Ral, if I were to go to the stables, where would I go? Uh, to the east. There is a stable just on the outside of town. All right. I'll meet you back here. Uh, Good luck. Where are you guys going? I won't be welcome in any stores, probably. So 
Um, if you see a sleeping bag, I could use one. I do not have one. Um, here. And he'll hand you some money. Uh, I, don't, I don't need your money. I've got plenty. He's our sugar daddy. <laughs> um, okay. Thanks. I, uh, good luck, all of that. I'll be around. Yes, yes, I will see about procuring transportation. Uh, Ral, don't get into anything. <laughs> I will try. You, you are more, more than welcome to, to, to come with, with me. I, I could probably use a hand moving some of t- t- Taylor's stuff. I will meet you. I will meet you there. I have something I need to take care of. Okay, I'll, I, I will wait for you then. Okay. Zoltana, where are you going to go? I'll go with you. Why not? You're going to go shopping with me? Yeah, why not? Okay. Sure. You look concerned. I. No, I'm just uh, surprised. I like shopping, so sue me. I thought you couldn't stand me, quite frankly. He's got enough money. He doesn't need to sue anyone. <laughs> I don't, don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, leave you guys to it. Don't, don't, don't run, run off. And uh, he gives you guys like a bit of a wave and a nod to Rajak. I'll, I'll, I'll see, see, see you soon. Quick, Zoltana, let's go. We need to run off, and we start running this away. Place. You see him just shake his head, and then you hear in in your minds that don't, don't get to tr- trouble. When do I ever? Zoltana goes. Can't make no promises. If you could hear an eye roll. <laughs> but Caden is walking back to his place. All right, so let's go with the solo adventure first. Uh, what is Rajak up to? I'm going back to my house. My old house. Okay. The one I used to live in. One that used to be a home, that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, you wander through... Uh, the streets. It's beginning to get dark. As I said, it was. It's coming down to uh, to to dust time. Sun is setting. Um, and as you reach that kind of neighbourhood, you see some of the children that you've seen before um, living on a block, running around, and they look up at you, um, and you see a fair few of them running away. But there is one that seems to be hanging about, umming and ahhing as to whether they should approach you or not. What do you want to do? Uh, Raul just kind of stops and uh, gives him a quick smile and uh, just nods his head a little bit. Uh, this little this little dwarven lad runs over. He's like, Mr. Dragon. <laughs> How have you been? Um, I've been okay. It's been really cool. I mean, it's been really quiet. I mean, <laughs> I go to school now. It's really good. That is good. Um, what happened to Mrs. Dragon? My daddy said that you, you did something and she went away and I don't really understand. Um, yes, she, um, she went away. Is she coming back? Uh, no, no, she will be gone. Oh. Yes. Can you do the fire thing? Just like one <laughs> thing? Go on. You know, you. I, I bet you can. I bet you can do the fire thing. And then you suddenly hear, Billy. And you see this uh, this female dwarf uh, wearing a apron and, and a rolling pin, and she's looking really uh, really annoyed. She's like, "Get here now!" And you see him just look up. He's like, "Bye!" And he runs off back to his mum. And you immediately see the kid being grabbed by the ear and thrown into the house. And you hear the door <laughs> slam. Uh, he'll continue. 
you arrive at your place. He um, closes his eyes and takes a deep breath, um, gets himself ready to go in there because um, last time it wasn't so pretty, so he takes a good minute. Yeah, the last time you're here was not so pretty. Um, the door is as ever it was. Um, uh, and it's it's closed. You would assume locked, but you know where spare key is, regardless whether you have one or not. Yeah, I'll unlock um, the door. You unlock the door, and before you, you see that everything has been stacked up against one corner, you can see... On the ground, the apartment's probably never looked so big, apart from the day you moved in. <laughs> um, yeah, the floorboards, you can see where a lot of the acid has gone through. You know where the table was, and you know where the bed was, and those areas seem to be mostly free of the acid. But it's the area in between that is just rotted away, burnt away. You can see that kind of, you know the effects of your acid, you know what chemical burns look like. And as you look around, you can see there is a small black um, charcoal against one of these walls near the door where, well, you've seen Amos fire remains before and that probably was her. Um, the units themselves have been stacked up against one wall um, and that's kind of the extent of what you see. And he puts his sleeve up to his nose, kind of anticipating it bleeding and closes his eyes and takes a... A couple more deep breaths. Take a con check for me. Eleven. You pass out. Okay. <laughs> you set these rules up, man. Um, you come round a little bit later. You come round to a very familiar scent. Caden. Okay, no, sitting next to you with. Uh, your lap, uh, your head on his lap is Bogram. You're right there, lad. Yes. I um. Uh, I thought that I uh. I tried. Well, like I said, I did what I could here, but I expected you'd be coming back, regardless. We are about to leave. Going up uh, north. I uh, needed to make sure that none of Amos things were left hiding here. What you're looking for? Old business. Well, that kind of business. Right. Um. Um. And he's gonna get up, kind of a uh, pat Bogram on the shoulder, kind of like a wordless thanks. I'll um, I'll leave you to it for a bit. Um. Maybe you and I should go get a drink when you're done here and I um can reminisce. I was supposed to how long have it been? How long has what been? Or what time is it? Oh, um I don't know when you arrived, but I know it's probably an hour after dark. I was supposed to meet Caden to help him get ready, but um probably late anyways. So uh uh, I'll I'll go speak to him if you like. You should should take your time here. I mean, this might be the last time you're here, right? At least for a while. For a while, if not last. 
<laughs> no, I'm going to say it again. You like a bad smell, you'll come back around. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Right, I'll I'll go speak to Kid and let him know you're on the way. But you should look around, see what you need to see. Okay. Uh, I got rid of the worst of it for you. That is appreciated. I can't thank you enough, really. You're my friend. Not a lot I won't do for you. Well, just uh, gives him a quick hug. Yeah, he gives you a, a quick hug back and then just like shakes himself off and just walks out the door and closes it behind him. What are you looking for? I'm going to look in all of Ama's little hidey holes uh, to find any contraband. <laughs> <laughs> the contraband. From the, from the um, forging. All right. I'm going to have you roll investigation check. You are going to find one thing regardless because you know most of her hidey holes. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I'll need to make you roll an investigation check for. Okay. 13. You find, as you know, Ama was not always strictly above board. She used to hide things in peculiar places. She would tell you often to look up and look below because that's where people don't tend to look. And... You look below the floorboards, which is somewhat easier because there's a giant fecking hole in them now. Um, and you find the area where she used to hide things under the bed. Um, and you find the red and gold book that she found when you guys first arrived here. The other item you did not find. Okay. I'm going to look in the obvious places. All right, some information I'll give you on the 13. Um, as you go through Amos' stuff um, and your stuff, coincidentally, you find that there are a lot of her clothes are here, but quite a few of them are missing. I mean, you two weren't exactly the cleanest of housemates, um, <laughs> but a lot of her stuff is is missing. You also notice that quite a few of the knickknacks are gone. There's evidence on some of these... Um, on some of these units of acid burns as well. Um, but a lot of the little objects seem to be gone. Um, and doing more thorough search, you can tell that there's dust around, but some of it has been disturbed. Um, not massively recently, but recently enough. Uh, but yeah, you don't really find anything of note. You find like the odd pieces of paper and stuff, but they odd like tattered remains of like receipts and like, uh, uh, just like shopping lists and such like you don't really find anything of note which is odd in of itself because you are fully aware that Ama was working on something when you left last however if Bogram is correct then the table itself was severely burnt and a lot of her stuff would have been on that table right uh, Rawl's a bit concerned about that but he's done all that he can do so he um can I check all the windows to see if they are all secured and barred and everything before uh, I leave? They are indeed, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the dust thing. I just wanted to make sure that, uh, that anyone with a key has been basically the only people in here. Yeah, it doesn't look anyone's broken through a window or any such, no. Yeah, okay. Then I'll leave and lock the door behind me and go meet up with Caden. Okay. Uh, we'll swing back to you in a little bit then. Okay. All right, let's go on our... She says with a happy smile in her heart, let's go on a shopping trip. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, rocks for everybody dies. <laughs> Hooray. All right. 
Join um, us next week for the new Lucky Dive podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we get to go to Kino. No, I'm joking. Nobody's going to Kino. <laughs> oh. um, all right, so you guys are... Let's say we leave you the moment that you see Caden and Rajak walking off in their various directions. You know that the stables are east and slightly out of the town. That's where we're going, then. All right. Uh, the sun is is uh, beginning to set. Uh, let's say we'll, we'll go with that. It's uh, beginning to get a kind of like orangey effect in the sky with a slight purple hint to it. Um, and you guys pass through the town. The guards don't seem to worry all that much. You're just two normal people walking out and about. Um, and you make your way out of the town a little bit, and it's blatantly obvious. You can see it from the gates. You see this little rundown building. Um, it's got a... Got a thatched roof, why not? Um, and you can see that there is a, a stables nearby. Um, and you can see that there is a man walking. There is a human male, and he is walking um this chestnut horse um kind of around the little paddock that they have, and he's he's brushing it down and uh seems to be uh tending to it. Uh, there is a little sign at the front of this uh, little thatched house that says uh the pony in stables. All right. Uh, Zatanna, are you familiar at all with bartering and whatnot? Uh, nah, nah. Okay, best let me do the talking then. Okay, I'm just the muscle. Got it. Yeah, if if I need you to be uh, intimidating or anything like that, I'll I'll give you a little mental poke. I really, really hate when you go in my head, but okay. All right, all right, f- follow my lead, and uh, we're gonna approach the guy. Sure. So just walk up and, excuse me, sir. Yeah, what's up? Uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Balance. Uh, we're looking to procure uh, possibly a horse, if you have a, a wagon or a cart, perhaps, that may have be of aid as well. Nah, I don't sell carts here, but I've got a couple, a couple of horses, yeah. Do you know anybody who might have a cart, and then we can get the horse from you, and then, you know, do the one-two, and then have them combined and all that? Yeah, well, uh, if you want a cart, let's say... Uh... Uh, you might want to talk to uh, talk to Judy. She's a uh, she's a uh, she's carpenter. You find her in a uh, back at back in town proper. Yeah, she might be able to do a good deal on it. All right. But uh, looking at the time, she's uh, probably at home with the obby. So I'd have to go back tomorrow, Darren. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't normally like accept business propositions at this time at night, but you know, you know, Fissel here needs a bit of a walk, so. I mean, if you would prefer, I could come back tomorrow after I've procured a cart. As long as you can uh, promise no. me you've got horses for the cart. Well, I got some. Uh, yeah, I've got two horses that will pull a cart fine. I mean, uh, Fissa here. Once uh, once she's had a bit of a walk round, she'll be all right to do that job. And I got a, uh, I got a uh, clack inside. You'll probably do a, uh, probably do you good as well. Oh, don't get me wrong, clack is uh, sometimes a bit funny, but uh, they're the two strongest horses we got. And they could pull uh, pull a cart proper. Oh yeah, no problem. Hmm. May I see them? Both of them? Yeah, sure. Well, this is a uh, this is Fissel. Uh, yeah, let me let me go let me go get and uh, and you see him and uh, he he takes uh, takes what he's been leading Thistle with um, and goes back towards the stables um, and he gives her a bit of a bit of a pat and a push down and you see him uh, drawing her into her uh, into her stable and he opens up the next stable across and it's uh, this this large black horse with uh, with a couple of white diamonds across its forehead. Oh. Aww. Well, this is him. How are the temperaments? Well, Clack's a little bit temperamental. Uh, he won't bolt on you or nothing, but you know he's uh, 
don't want to get too close to the front end with an apple, otherwise uh, your land will be gone and all. It's a bit greedy. Uh, whereas uh, Thistleweir, sweet as a nut. She's uh, an absolute diamond. A bit skittish on the occasions, but uh, if you've got a clack with her, she'll be totally fine. And uh, how much would it be for the both of them along with, uh, let's say, two weeks' uh, supplies to feed them and whatnot? Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, Clack will set you back a standard 50, but Thistle it, and I'll be honest, she's my favourite. Uh, so that'll set you back at like a 70, so 120 for the pair. And uh, including the two weeks of food for each of them? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll throw it in, I'll throw it in. Hmm. Now, I'd remind you, these are draft horses. They ain't really riding horses. I mean, you could do in a pinch, but uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Clack will, you know, throw you off. I don't know about Thistle. Well, she might uh, she might be kind enough, but I won't risk it. Can I use my Orsight Focus, the, in, the advantage on Insight, to see if I can get a read, if maybe I could uh, try to get him down lower? Sure. All right. Advantage, Insight... <laughs> 21. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Roll 20. <laughs> he is, uh, he's very stubborn. He genuinely does like Thistle. So he probably wouldn't budge. All right. You drive a hard bargain, but I find myself in need, so I will take the two. All right. You're, uh, you're a good man. So uh, I'll get more, uh, get more uh, harnessed up and ready for uh, for the cart. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Gigi will have something for you. If not, nah, no biggie. I mean... You'll have to pull them around until you find one. I don't know anyone else in the town. Go have a look around, but Judy's my best bet. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll take your name, take your gold. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll be fair. I'll take half your gold now and we'll take the half gold in the morning. Just to be fair in case you change your mind. I appreciate um, it. I'll take your name. My name is Balance. Balance. Got a last name? I do not know. All right, what about you? And he looks over at Zoltana. Anna. Anna. Uh, you got a last name? Anna Petrovich. Oh, sweetheart. I'll take that down as a name, you know, just in case. Uh, so we've got uh, Balance and Anna Petrovich. Beautiful. And he writes that down. All right. Well, uh, here's the gold. So 60 now and then 60 tomorrow. Yep. Sounds more than fair to me. I'll have a. Have a do you know what time you'll be across tomorrow? Uh, probably sometime before noon. All right. All right. Sometime. Before. Two, I'll get ready for noon. Now it gives me plenty of time to uh, do what I need to do. Sure, so. sounds good. All right, well, I'm going to go for my supper now. These are fed and watered. And, uh, well, good night. Good doing business with you. Of course, have yeah. a good night. You too. And uh, he goes inside and shuts the door behind him. Well, I think that went rather well. Yeah. Now we got two horses. Now we just need the cart. Didn't learn anything about bartering, though. And she smiles at you. <laughs> well... I, uh, to be honest, I kind of was uh, reading his aura, and uh, I don't think I would have been able to talk him down, even if I was the best of salesmen. Eh. Uh, should we go hazard a look for uh, Rawl's sleeping bag? Mm, I think we could worry about that in the morning. It seems like a lot of the places are probably closing up shop now. Yeah, uh, the sun is pretty much set now. Um, it's it's pretty dark. You two don't care because you two can see in the dark, but it is dark now, and you can see the torches around various parts around the town. But yeah, most most of the places were shut down, bar inns and um, you know that kind of place. No. Well, if we're going to be leaving town, how about a drink first? Yeah, okay. I'm not much of a drinker, but <gasps> a dwarf that's not a drinker. This yeah, is what? a first for me. I'm rolling over in my grave. What's wrong with you, <laughs> Bogram? You're dead. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> All of my former dwarven dead characters. Right, well, uh, let's make our way into town. I know this great bar. You can have some of the good elvish shit that they had there. I have a bottle here, but I want to save that for the road. Uh, is it the monastery? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> That's the, uh, let's see. Uh, you've never been to Falsim before. And uh, the f- only bar that I know that you've been to since we got out of jail is the monastery. So, like, those are some pretty good deductions you've made there. You could be an inquisitor yourself one day. You're making fun of me right now. Am I? And Valence is smiling. You two make your way towards the bar? Yeah, probably throwing banter at each other the whole time. Oh. So, Rajak, um, you're heading towards Caden? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you arrive at Caden's place. Uh, assume you knock on the door. We're just going to barge in. No, he would knock for sure. Okay, cool. Bogrims, uh, you, you... Bogrims he'll walk, he'll just wander in. Caden, <laughs> uh, now he'll knock. <laughs> Bogram, he cares a little about. He's, he's a true best friend. You know where everything is. You know where to sleep on the sofa and where the beer is. Um, but for Caden, less likely. Um, you, you, na- you knock very quietly and, uh, Caden comes to answer the door and he, he holds a finger to his, to his lips and he says, um, she, 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 she's asleep at the moment, so, so we should. If you can take 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 some stuff for me, and you see that there is um, like kind of packed. There are there's a crate, and there are a couple of uh, kind of like backpacks and bags and stuff. Some of them are in a in the main pile next to the crate, and the rest of them are kind of bundled against one wall. And you kind of look at them, and very instantly you can tell that the smaller bundle is Caden's travel stuff, whereas the other stuff all looks like it would belong to Taylor's. Okay. What uh what do you need me to carry? If if you could uh, take 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 the crate, I can get my, most of those bag bags on me. I'm gonna gonna get, give her a wake in a minute and, and take take her across. So. Sure. I'd, I'd, I'd have have do, do you know if the others have have found a trans, transport yet? I have no idea. I um I went back to the house and uh I've been unconscious for a minute, but um, I I don't I haven't seen them yet. I came straight here. But but Bogram said you 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 had had gone back. I I figured. Are, are you are you you okay? Uh, as good as I can be. Um, it, how heavy is the crate? Well, well, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to, to to carry it. It's got a lot of, lot, lot of stuff in there. Most, mostly her, her, her spell books and, and the such. Okay, I will try, but strength is not my strong suit. Well, well, if if not, then then if you could take 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 the little ones, I'll we'll, we'll have to send someone back for the the box. But if I can get everything over there by by the time she she, she wake, wakes up in the morning, then then it, then we'll be good. I can give it a shot and see. Okay. Th- th- thanks. And he'll kind of tiptoe in, <laughs> being very cautious of the noise he's making. And he'll give the box kind of a test lift because okay. he doesn't want to lift the whole thing yet and risk it crashing down and waking her up. <laughs> okay. Bearing that in mind, take a strength check for me then. Okay. Nine. Um, <laughs> you are definitely struggling to lift this box. Um you kind of look at the box. It's not unreasonable request to carry a box of this size, <laughs> considering your size. But um, 
Yeah, your body's having none of it today. It might just be exhaustion from from you know everything you've seen over the last two or three days. But yeah, that's not. Uh, he whispers, "I um, it is a bit much. I could bring the others later if you would trust them here, or I could just scoot it, but it would wake her up probably. We should pro- pro- probably not 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 do that. Uh, okay, if." <sighs> I, I think Lindgren had planned planned for us to to leave t- tonight, but if we'll, we'll we'll say we we didn't have everything ready in in time, I'll 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 think of some excuse to to tell him. If 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 you could take the the if if you if you and and, and Zoltana could grab the box box tomorrow when when I t- take take Taylor's, that will be that that would be good. But if you could drop the the bags off now, then I can talk and walk walk with her without having to you know to deal deal with running. Yes, yeah, it wouldn't be a problem if I wasn't trying to make so much noise. But if I exert myself too much, I will pass out and crash and wake her up, you know. Then then, then the ruse will be up, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. Uh, Okay, um, yeah, if if you could take take these, and he basically begins to pile the bags on you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, just, like, hang them, like, on one arm and one shoulder and, like, you. But basically you have, like, six bags that have just been, like, accrued up on top of you. Um, so most of the stuff is just soft clothing and, and bits and pieces and a few a few, a few books, a few knickknacks, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you could could take that, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I will take this back to the, uh, the house or the shack. Or, is that what we are calling it? I, I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Lindron has has his own 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 phrase for. It. I just I just had to, to find a place for you. Yeah, I will take it there until the others can acquire a cart. Uh, okay, that that that's 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 good. Um, th- thanks. No problem. Do you know where they are? I will go catch up with them. I I don't I don't know, but I know that. But Bogram said he'd he'd meet you in 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 the monastery if you were. If if you were feeling up up to up to it, okay, I will. Uh, it would be polite of me to take him up on that before leaving. I I think he'd like to 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 say goodbye before before we go. Then I will stop by the house and uh, go to the monastery. Uh, he nods. He kind of kind of half apologetically pushes you out the house with all the <laughs> things you have piled on you and uh, he, he closes the door behind you. Yep. To the house right. and to the so monastery. you go to the house, you go to, you go to your somewhat broken <laughs> house. Um, the shack. The shack. Uh, yeah, the crap shack, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you make your way towards the monastery? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to keep that book with me. Amos book. You're going to keep it on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can definitely do that. That's not a problem. I just want to keep it separate from all of like Caden's books and stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, I was actually going to, I couldn't remember if, I, if I'd asked if you'd taken the book with you, if you left it oh, in the yeah, house. Oh, yeah, totally would have taken it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, you guy, you make your way towards the monastery. Um, I'm going to have you come in shortly. Um, mm-hmm. But time was we'll we'll wobble forward in time a little bit to uh, to balance Sultana. And as you guys walk in, you spot that there are quite a few people in here tonight. You can see Jim off in one corner, just like drinking whatever 
ale it is that he's drinking. You can see uh, that uh, Emily is working behind the bar. You can't see much of Colin at the moment. You can see that Bogram is also sitting at the bar and he is uh, he's heavily into his cups right now. Right. Well, uh, I think I'm going to get myself another bottle of the good stuff and uh, grab us a table in the corner. All right. Uh, I'll be one minute. I just want to go. I, I, I got to go talk to Bogram for a minute. Gonna ask him for a recommendation, you know, dwarf to dwarf, uh, what the best uh, thing to drink here is. Sure. Okay. Um, you both rock up to the bar. I assume Zoltana is closer to Bogram than than Balances. Balances uh, is pointedly trying to stay away from Bogram. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, what psychic focus do you have active right now? My aura sight still. Okay. Uh, just let me know if you're going to be doing an active insight or anyone whether. Um, okay, so Sultana, let's go to go for you first because it's maybe a shorter conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, maybe a longer one. No, fuck it, let's go there first. Uh, yeah, so you go up to Bogram. He's uh, quite heavily in his drink. Um, he's just sitting there looking at this really rather large mug of foaming ale or some such. Um, you can see that there are a couple of empty ones nearby. Hey, Bogram. Yeah, you are right, last. Yeah. Are you all right? Yep, I'm. Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Just regular drinking, or uh, there a reason for the season? <laughs> uh, he slips into dwarvish, um, just kind of like unconsciously. Like I'm drinking to forget, lass. It's uh, been a rough day. She uh, slips back into dwarvish to match him and goes. Oh wait, I had the best idea. Hold on. But she slips into Dorvish and she goes, right? What, how, why, why was it so bad? <laughs> well, problem is, my best friend came back from prison and, and his wife, his, his mate, is dead. And uh, yeah, I didn't want to have to go back through that. And oh, yeah. And uh, he, he takes a like look down at his cup and sighs a little bit and drinks a bit more. Understandable. Roll was telling us earlier all about his um his fighting and everything with Emma. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen them fight. I think she'd no. kick the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, right, no, not his fighting with Emma. His fighting down there. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. He said it's a good one. He yeah. is. He was defending me. Look, pretty so, last like you need defending and he kind of like baps you on the shoulder but kind of misses because he's he's well drunk <laughs> what's your drink in there Bogram uh, it's called uh, it's called Sen's Best Sen's Best and is it the yeah. best uh, it's getting me wasted so it's, it's good bloody enough right uh, I'll, I'll order one for you and one for me and I'm gonna go sit with uh you know, the fuzz over there. But yeah, uh, you you watch him. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Don't you worry. I've got my eye on him. Well, cheers. Um, and as he raises his hand, um, he indicates two, and uh, you see Emily just like nod, pour two more, and put them on the bar in front of you both. All right. Uh, balance. Hi. Hi. What can I get you? Oh, yeah. Uh, Emily is the name, right? 
Oh, you remembered, but as I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yes, Colin, I kicked my ass. Uh, oh, yeah. Such. So uh, what can I do for Do you want some more of that wine? I yes, mean, uh, please. I think we have another bottle in storage somewhere. I'll take the bottle. Okay. Um, as she she like jumps off the uh, jumps off the kind of like high rise and she wanders into the back, she comes out another. As she blows the dust off of this bottle, it's like, well, um, it appears this one's going to be the last. So here you go. Oh no, it's the last one. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever get any more in, if I'm ever around again. Oh, are you leaving us? Yeah, we're going to be leaving tomorrow, and then be back eventually. I suppose I don't fucking know. Ah, uh, well, that's a shame. I'm always happy to take money from patrons. Um, and she puts her hand out for, for the requisite amount of gold. Give her one gold piece again. Dor. Oh, you're so adorable. Um, and uh, she then looks over, sees Bogram with two fingers in the air and just pours two beers and slides them across to the other two. Uh, there is a table free in the corner, should you wish. Yeah, Balance is going to take the bottle. Uh, I'm assuming she gave him a glass as well. He's not oh, going to yeah, just yeah. drink she out of the like- bottle. It's not a heathen. Takes the bottle, takes the glass, goes, sits in the corner. Um, He's very intentionally positioning himself in a way where he has a view of the entire bar, though. Yeah, that's fun. It's kind of just his nature. It's his inquisitive nature. You both take a seat in the corner. And at that point, as you both settle down, you see that Raljak has walked into the bar. Raljak, what do you want to do? You can see Bogram at his cups and you can see your two companions to one side. I'm going to walk over to Balance and put my book down by him. What's that? Oh, um, this was at my house. It was one of one of Amos' projects. Um, it's just uh, another thing to remind me of her, you know. Just uh, keep an eye on it. I don't want beer on it. <laughs> no problem. This actually might make things easier for me. And Balance is going to take the book and slip it into his uh, his bag. Okay. And uh, Rawl is going to go over to Bogram. And uh, he goes over and gives. Uh, he puts his hand on one hand on Bogram's shoulder and one hand on Zoltana's shoulder. So, how are you doing? I'm great, he says in Dwarvish. <laughs> right. I'm um, sorry, I meant, I meant in common. And he's slipped back into common. It's like, Yep, I'm great. I'm nearly there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to leave you two to it and uh, go over and uh, drink with balance. All right. And he waves as if you're going off on a long voyage, despite the fact you're just going across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> she slips back into uh, Dwarvish and she goes, get drunk as fuck. <laughs> yep. I will get drunk and fuck. I had it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Have another one for me, and then she goes back. <laughs> uh, he looks up at you. His eyes are kind of like uh, doing that wobbling thing um, when you're really wasted, and he kind of looks at you and says, "That one's a pretty one. I like that one." Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, be careful, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm never not careful. Mm. Have a drink with me if you're going away. Sure. Of course. And he raises his hand and you see that he's trying to do two fingers, but he's holding up three. Um, And uh, Emily just looks across, shakes her head, pours three, and then slides them across to you guys. Uh. Well, (laughs) to the 
prettiest lady I've ever met. And he uh, he raises his beer. Raul uh, raises his beer as well and he says, good luck with that one. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that one in the corner. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd hustle with that one any day, but Amar. Oh. Yeah. Right. Um, Raul kind of drops his E, gets a little bit uh, more serious for a brief second. And then kind of tries to put on his uh, put on his smile again, and uh, clinks glasses with Bogram. She was one, for sure. Yes, I miss her greatly. Me too. <laughs> Not a lot of one have done for that one. I just don't know who could have done such a thing. You know, I don't. <laughs> After being here for quite a while, you know, I thought we got along with at least most of the town. I thought, I thought we were okay. You know, she was starting to call this place home. I just don't know who could have done such a thing. Just the biggest asshole in the world. (laughs) Well, um, I hope we find him or her or whoever. Oh, don't worry. One day you'll you'll find out and then we'll deal with it then. I'll do what I can. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You okay? No, there's definitely like two of you. Oh. And I'm pretty sure there's only one of you. Mm, last <laughs> I checked, yes. Um. I, think, I think I'm going to go get some air. You know, all this like not crying stuff is uh, <coughs> self-maintained and uh, he takes a big sniff and downs the last of his beer regardless <laughs> um, and you see him begin to wobble his way out of the bar yeah I'll follow him <laughs> uh, he's he's out in the open and uh, he just takes two or three steps and then just vomits everywhere oh good there is the sign the sign that you are done <laughs> yeah Oh, this is this is gross. Uh, Not like I haven't seen it before. Yeah, you know that for Bogram to get to this state, he must have drunk a hell of a amount. <laughs> Not only is he a dwarf and generally resistant to this kind of poison stuff, Bogram can hold his beer. Um, he must have had an ex- exceptional amount of beer. Um, tell you what, let's get you down to your room, and I will come back up and take care of the mess. You have cleaned up a mess of mine, I guess you could say. I will. Uh, you should go. You should go to sleep. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. And he like leans on you and he does that kind of drunken crying thing. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you you're my best mate. Oh. I'm going to miss you, Bogram. Uh, I've missed uh, you for a while in prison. I thought I would never see a friendly face again, but here we are. You guys see Raujak supporting this extremely drunk dwarf who's crying um, <laughs> through the bar. <laughs> and he's just loudly proclaiming. He's not really listening to what it is that Raul is saying to him, but he's he's loudly proclaiming uh, his, his love and affection for Raujak. Um, you take him downstairs. You put him to bed. Um, yep. Mm, now what do you guys want to do? Um, do you have a bucket? Water? I can help clean up the mess outside. 
Um, Emily just like looks at you and just points to the bucket, like sort of. Uh, she pulls out the bucket from under the bar, and it's it's got some like filthy water in it. And uh, she says, "Oh, just uh, give it a bit of a just give it a bit of a sluice. Don't worry too much about it." I know. I There's know. a couple of friendly mages in to walk around with this uh, cleaning cantrip they have. So <laughs> yes, not a big deal. That is not me, you know. I know. Well, certainly, and it wasn't. <sighs> Bless his cons. <laughs> And uh, she goes back to cleaning the bar. Yeah, I'll so. go out and uh, try to clean up with the water the best that I can outside. Yep. And okay. I'll come back uh, in and drop the bucket off and, <laughs> and head over to Balance and Zoltana. Right, what do the three of you want to do now? Drink. Balance is drinking some of that some of that good shit. That is some really fine wine. It's uh, it's top-notch wine. Um, the the uh, Sen's Best is also not bad. Um, you can see why it's easy to get drunk on. It's not great, but... Um, it's palatable. Mm. Uh, Zoltana, I'll try, you can try some of mine if I try some of yours. All right. Why not? Fancy wine. <laughs> I, I promise it's very good. This is just like the, uh, we had at home. I have an extra as well. <laughs> no, I don't want yours, Roll. You probably got... I don't want any any uh, backwash from you. It is uh, it is extra. No, no, I don't want any extra from you, Roll. Okay, well... Your backwash is quite literally deadly. Well, if I pass out, it won't be from beer, but uh, you can drag me back home. <laughs> uh, I'll leave the, you got this, Zoltana. You can drag him home. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Rawl's going to finish the other beer. And Balance and Zoltana are swapping drinks and trying out the others. So I take it from this, you guys are going to spend a merry evening getting drunk, mildly drunk, hammered? Rawl's, Rawl's done. Raw is uh, probably done Rall after is the one first and done. one. Raw is probably done after the first one because he keeps track of his physical state, you know? He yeah, has yeah. to focus point, on yeah. that so he doesn't like to get his sloppy, you know? He'll drink Wait, a beer. Wait, was Balance the second is... one Bogram's that he didn't drink? or? Yeah, it was uh, the third one that Bogram ordered. For... Oh, in that case, uh, Zoltana will take it from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That's why I did say it was extra, but okay. All right, so Rajak is going for one and done, Zoltana. I'm just going to have it. Zoltana doesn't like to get drunk because you can't pay as good attention to things when you're drunk. So Now you sound like balance. That's a fair comment. And balance? (laughs) Second very same as the first, yeah. Oh, wow. He's just having a little bit. He's not going crazy. Now he's going to have two bottles of the good shit. Okay. uh, You guys guys share a drink. Um, I'm going to say unless you guys really want to say something, we crossfade to the morning. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. I have okay. two bottles of fine elven wine. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys wake up in the morning. Um, uh, you had uh, made arrangements to meet with Caden and then go up to uh, the Witcher Society. Um, so, and I think you also want to find a cart. So right. whatever order again. you guys want to do this in. Really hey, Caden um, has a box that was a little bit too heavy for me. If he hasn't taken care of that by himself already. Zoltana uh, flexes her muscles and goes, yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, Zoltana, <laughs> why don't you go help with that then? I'm going to go see about procuring a cart for us and uh, I'll just meet you back here. All right. Raul, are you going to come with me and help me lift? Or, uh, uh, <laughs> I should probably stay away from the merchants in case they don't want me around. But uh, I'm not sure I can help lift either. I will help where I can. I uh, Whatever. Well, uh, before we do, Raul, would you like to, uh, would you like if I did a reading now? Oh, um, on the house? 
on the book. On the, I don't even need the house if the book is important. Uh, the book was Emma's translating project. I uh, I don't really know how far she ever got. I I, I don't. Um, was the book in the same room where the murder took place? It uh, it was hidden. That's not going to work then. Um, there is plenty of things in the house. It is all uh, it is all piled away, but there is plenty to see. Well, if you'd like, we can do that now. Or we can do that after we've done uh, our tasks. Um, if it's not a big deal, uh, as long as we could try to do it before we leave. Um, All right. Well, then uh, you guys go take care of the heavy lifting, and I'll go do the shopping. All right. Let's do shopping first, because F shopping. Hooray. <laughs> I can't. That's just really funny to me. You peasants go do the heavy lifting. I, your king, will do the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Please say Zoltana says this to him, because it will be the funniest. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's like she says it jokingly, but she's like, "Right, right. Us peasants will go do the heavy lifting, while you, our lord and master, go spendeth the purse." Yes, yes. Please be on your way, grovel and what have you, please. She does a really, really sarcastic bow to you. <laughs> yes, benevolence and blessings upon your house, and so on and so forth. This is the greatest. Go thing forth in the world. and serve your king as is just. <laughs> And with that, you go shopping. Um, it doesn't take you long to find the carpenters. Um, it's it's fairly close to where you are. Um, it's actually fairly close to the uh, the, uh, the witches' society, actually. Um, not and, the, and the stable guy did point out where to go. Yeah, yeah he, he would tell you where it was. Um, so he gave you the specifics of like, it's here, go there. No, no, no. Um, and you um, you enter this little shop. Everything here has been finely crafted. Um, you see tables, chairs, um, you see like cases and bookcases and, you know, all the equipment made out of random pieces of, you know, made of wood. Some of it's very exquisite wood, something that's very rare that you would recognize. And some of it is just bog standard stuff. And you can see a woman who is uh, currently working on making uh, some some chairs. Balance will just walk up, hands behind his back and just uh, pardon me. Hello. Uh, pleasant to meet you. My name is Balance. Uh, I was looking to procure a wagon or a cart, uh, for a long road trip I have ahead of me. Ah, wagons and carts. I haven't made those in quite a while, actually. Um, I might have one in storage. But, uh, if... let me go have a check. Well, how big a cart do we need? Are we talking people cart? Are we talking, um, goods, uh... Uh, These well, are important. I, I already have two draft horses ready and waiting. Uh, it's going to be four people total and maybe a little bit of uh, supply for the road. Ah, oh, yes, sir. Let me go check and have a look. And you see her like, uh, like, uh, like rub the sawdust from hers and um, you see her like tighten her pinafore a little bit as she kind of gets up, her, uh, brings up her, her little bit of weight and she kind of like waddles into the back. Um, and you hear lots of banging, clacking. It's like, oh, for goodness sake, who put this? Oh, for and she kind of like uh, wanders back and says, oh, come with, I think I found something. Come on. All right, uh, I follow her. Um, and she takes you out back um, and she presents to you amongst about seven or seven or eight other carts. Uh, she presents something that looks like it would do the job. It seems to be large enough for at least four people. Um, there's a, a plank at the front where you would ride um, if you're uh, tending the horses, if you're, you're driving them. And uh, it looks like it has uh, everything you would need. There are definitely wheels on it. 
It's a, it's a good one. Looks pretty. Is well there is there a cover over it? Like, is there like a like a pioneer cover? No, there, sort of there thing, isn't. Or? There isn't like a top or anything. No. Hmm. Can I do an investigation check to look it over, make sure that it seems sound? You absolutely may. All right. Seventeen. Um, it looks sound as a pad. It's beautiful. Okay. This is fine work you have here. Oh, well, thank you very much. Would there be a way to get a, uh, like a top cover over it? Oh, In uh, case if there's any rain on the road or anything. Oh, let me go have a look inside. And, uh, she wanders back inside and again you hear one, oh, for goodness sake, who keeps moving all, oh, wait, uh, and she kind of like wanders back and she's carrying this big top. It's, it's a little bit bigger than her. She seems to be tottering a little bit, but she's refusing to like be cowed by a piece of material. And, uh, she just like dumps it into your arms unceremoniously. Well, that'll be an extra, hmm, let's say, uh, cart... I'll arrange to have uh, your. Uh, I'll arrange to have the young chap outside come get it, whatever his bloody name is. And uh, yes, how about a how about forty gold, all told. Hmm. Can I get a insight on her? You absolutely may. All right, or a sight advantage eleven. <laughs> this woman totally looks like she doesn't want to haggle. Very well, forty gold sounds uh, good to me. Oh, oh, really? Excellent. Well, that's, that's wonderful news. Uh, come on, if uh, you hand everything over, I'll uh, make sure that you get sent. Sir, what's what's your name? My name is Balance. Okay. Do you have a last name? I do not. Oh. Um. Normally, he would ask uh, for a last name when he puts uh, reservations in, but are you sure Balance will find it? It's a pretty unusual name. I don't think there will be any concern. Oh, we have all sorts here, you know, <laughs> over the place, Demi and... Damas and like Kythea and all these random names are such tailless stupid name if you ask me and you see her just like waddle back into the shop um, oh you know my friends <laughs> <laughs> like these people have names um, like I have other people that live here sure um, you see her like come back out and she has a, she has a notebook and she's uh, she's writing down your name writing down uh, carts and stuff and uh, she she tears it out and uh, folds it it's like right well uh, cool yeah Gold over, I'll get this all delivered down to the uh, down to the stables for you. Wonderful. If you can, uh, well, where oh, should I pick it up? Back in. You can put the tarp back into the uh, cart there. Okay. Uh, he puts the tarp down on the cart. Where where should we pick up? Where we? The cart, well, the horses. I don't. Well, the, the stables. That's what I'm going to get it delivered to. I'm going to come, okay. come get this, and he'll take it down there because then he can hitch it up to uh, the horses. What did he tell you? Did he tell you uh, the thistle? Yes, he's uh, giving us thistle and what was it? Clack. Clack. Oh, oh, clack is a nasty one. No, the way he phrased it is that apparently thistle and clack are a good counterbalance to each other. Oh well, if yeah. If you're into that sort of thing, yes, I'm sure that he's lovely. If you have someone else around keeping an eye on him. Um, and she just sort of like waddles like back yeah. into the shop. It's like, well, are you coming or not? I mean, you could stay out there all day, but I have things to get on with. Yep. Uh, all right. Where? Yeah. I'll follow her in. I get, uh, where? Well, it's awfully pleasant doing business with you. Uh, right. Pleasure doing business with you. I'll. Good day. See ya. And uh, she goes back to... Bells walks away looking a little confused. Fucking hate shopping. Right. um, You are near the Witches Society. What do you want to do? 
Uh, I'm going to say for the sake of brevity that you can see the others arriving with like a giant box and, and some bits and pieces. And you see like Caden taking Taylor's by the hand, who seems to be happily bouncing around, asking more questions than is probably right. Aww. Who's arriving where? Uh, you got neither, which is society. You can see these guys arriving with a big ass box. Um, you can see it's all kind of what is your base strength? My base strength? Uh, yeah. is 16. Okay, yeah, roll a strength check for me then. That's, uh, 21. Yeah, it's all time is just carrying this box like there's nothing. <laughs> Am I doing it by myself? Am I like carrying it over my shoulder? No, nah, you're doing like it by yourself. Badass? <laughs> yes, because uh, you've got a 21, you're carrying it like a badass. Like you're like, what the hell is this? This is nothing. This is like me carrying like an ice pack full of like, you know, a cooler of beer sort of thing. Like, yeah, what? Ladies <laughs> um, with muscles. Yeah, ladies with muscles. <laughs> we'll take that. Um, okay, yeah, you see you see her arriving with this big box on her shoulder um, and you see uh, Rajak carrying all the bags that he brought in with him last night that was uh, in your gaff and you see, yeah, you see Taylor's um, sort of leading her father forward as she's asking lots of questions about what's going on. Oh, Raul, look, you're doing such heavy lifting. Oh, thanks. I'm shocked. <laughs> Don't be smart. Here, I thought you would have been, you know, taking some of the lighter stuff like Zoltana over here. Look at this. Uh huh. Barely, barely even carrying it with both hands. It's like she's just one arming it. She is. Anna's really one day. I'd like to have muscles like Anna one day because she's really strong. But um, I don't think I'm ever going to be because I'm really small and weedy. That's okay. You're going to be really smart like me, and you're going to learn to do magic. <laughs> Taylor, you know, uh, I used to be a little weedy thing too. And uh, if you go to the gym like every day and lift shit. <laughs> You will get big, strong muscles like me. Lift everything you can over your head. Balance leans close to her and goes, don't mind the fact that she's actually a dwarf, so she's always going to be small like that. Dude, did you really, really? Small is fine. I'm small. I'm really small. I mean, I'm nowhere near as tall. You're like twice the height of me. And look at Sultan. She's only a little bit taller than me, and she's super strong. And at yeah. this point, you guys have arrived at the, um, have arrived at the Witcher Society. Hi everyone, I'm Kaithia, I'm voiced by Volanda. Over in Kino, we have this little system called Reviews, and we can leave them wherever we find these kind of podcasts. We here at TLD, we read them all, and we love every single one of them. Thank you so much for doing that, and we are are hoping that we get to see some more as we continue to grow. We also really want to thank Jason Basil for the amazing art that he's done for us, but to also thank all of the community submitted art that we've had we didn't expect any of them and every time we see them it it really makes us happy and proud and humble um thank you guys so much for that it has been a treat it has been an absolute treat thank you the other way that you can get hold of us fairly quickly um is a bit like message or sending but it's called twitter and you can cast that spell at tld pod other than that i think that's pretty much everything i needed to say before um i have to put my disguise back on so um i'll catch you guys another time the Spot Network. Network. Imagine, Imagine what, what your, your idea, idea can do. If Raw took a bite out of a gelatinous cube, it probably wouldn't do anything. It'd probably just taste bad. <laughs> Would it taste <laughs> bad? Acid in his mouth all the time. Slurp. I don't know. I guess it depends on what color. Like if it's if it's like a green gelatinous cube, it would taste like that uh, that shitey kind of not quite lime and lemon flavored jello. <laughs> <laughs> the one that tastes really chemically. That one. Slurp that cube, baby.
Gross. And of course, like the red, the red gelatinous cube would just taste like strawberry. Well, what if the what if the green one's actually a uh, sour apple? It could be sour apple. Yeah. Yeah, the sour apple. Spinach. No, it's spinach. That's it. It, it tastes like spinach. Oh, it it far away from me. If we come across a gelatinous cube and we defeat it by raw eats it, this will be the best podcast. <laughs> Raul just stands there. And you guys have suddenly won. Why don't? Why we're not having gelatinous cubes? Okay, <laughs> let's say you won't want. No problem. Fuck. Let me try that again because my tongue was like. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. You're thinking about you're thinking about that <laughs> jello. Up, up. Look at all those things. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh please, by all means take your time. I, I understand you need to pull out your 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 DMG, is it? Or your uh, your PhD. Fucking luck if you thought I'm pulling out a DMG, mate. I don't have a DMG. <laughs> this by the way is not going in. No, Neil did. <laughs> This is it's Neil's like favorite part of the podcast flipper. right now with the horses. <laughs> and he's not here. He's not here for clack or thistle. Nope. Or thistle. Probably uh, for the best, though, because I imagine the horse would be like, oh, shit, dragon, run away. Yeah, that's going to be the issue with the horses. Also, I was really hoping we'd get riding horses just because there's like a part of me that really wants to see Rawl try to get on a horse. Because I've heard about Neil, some of Neil's characters trying to get on horses before. Oh, my God. They are a beautiful sight to see. Well, no, because like it's pride being drawn. That's uh, why I want to get a cart because Raul doesn't know how to ride a horse. Really? It's his inquisitive nature. Sure. I think this um, is the second time you've made that pun in like two episodes. I'm pretty sure I've said that line multiple mm. times. Yeah, three now. I don't know. We we have like a prerequisite thing. Do we have? Have we had the prerequisite number of hugs as well? We haven't. We actually didn't have one uh, la- uh, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last week. Last yeah, last week yeah. <laughs> oh well sorry Neil's mom uh, <laughs> this is gonna have to be a blooper we haven't had any bloopers in a while we had I, any I think, we have I think there's a good portion of this episode is a blooper <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, you know mm-hmm. oh my god what is that voice <laughs> you know uh, you know <laughs> yeah uh, you know yeah uh, stop it <laughs> Stop it. I have to go eh first or I can't get back eh. to the accent. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> that's more like a buzzer gone wrong. He's like, what's my accent? Eh. Oh, that's it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.